Hello, podcaster, and thank you for faithfully uh, downloading yet another Hometime podcast. Thanks for not cancelling the subscription on your, your podcast app. But I must say, uh, if, if what happens during today's show is something to go by, you may not be in for a very good episode. Uh, I need to confess uh, that for 15, 20 minutes of today's show, uh, my teenage son had fallen asleep on his bed behind me because we're doing the show uh, from bedrooms at the moment. He'd put himself to bed because he's tired and I had absolutely no idea. So for 15, 20 minutes of me and Bush prattling away, he was like, no, no, I'm done with this. I'm asleep. Wow, so what a critic. He, he's actually been sent to sleep by the actual content that you're about to hear. Dear listener, you've got to make a choice now. I mean, what is, what is held beyond these two gates as we head into the show that you're about to listen to has made a teenager fall asleep. The question you need to ask yourself is, do you have the staying power to last this entire show you're about to hear? And maybe as a safety notice, if you are listening to this podcast and operating heavy machinery, stop. But we do mention anal glands twice, so stick with us. <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And here is a positive. For what are we now? Ten weeks into uh, lockdown. It's a, it's a tongue-in-cheek positive. But I think this is development. I do think that there's been things going on whilst we've all been at home. I think uh, various companies, various organisations have taken the chance to think, right, while no one's using our product, let's update this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Bush, I have been to the garage this morning in the car to get some petrol, uh, and I, as it was quiet, I thought oh, I'd just do the tyres as well. It's been sat out of the driveway for ten weeks. I went to do the tyres. The tyre machine at my local garage has gone contactless. No more foraging around for a 50p in the car. Contactless to do your tyres. That's so weird. So, like, one of the most basic and enduring and never-changing bits of technology has finally been dragged into the current era because they've looked the same for donkey's years, those things. Yeah. Do you know, I, I welcome this because uh, I would say that the the air machine and the vacuum thing on the petrol station forecourt suffer from the one in five 20 pence piece rejection <laughs> syndrome, <laughs> which will abbreviate into a thing. And what it means is that for every, like, five 20 pence pieces that are put in there to use it, one of them, for no apparent reason, will be completely rejected out of hand by the machine and you've got no idea why. Uh, spot question here. When you have a 20p rejected by a, uh, a an air machine at the garage, yep. do you then put the 20p through again thinking, no, 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 you got that wrong? Yeah, there's no way. I won't change it for any other change or, or go back in and get a different 20p. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep sticking it back in there until it sees your way of looking at things. <laughs> yeah. So, look, the march for contactless continues. Uh, tire machines, they've gone. They've fallen. So what's next? What needs to become contactless? Uh, we, we get this tweet in from Gypsy Moon on Twitter. Hopefully oh. the... This is a very specific one. Hopefully the laundrette machine at my local pub. They don't accept new £1 coins and as no one is using cash i'm running out of chains to wash my underwear yes oh. my canal side local pub has a laundrette and he finishes hashtag boat life that is unbelievable that this is this is huge though right because we still are suffering from this huge fissure created in society by old one pound coins new £1 coins. This contactless thing is a game changer. It gets rid of that whole issue. Uh, Jonathan says the ice cream man surely next up 
Oh, that, there's something kind of weird, though, about that, isn't there? Like not having any form of contact or running down with a £5 note. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's all part and parcel of the ice cream van, man. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but do you know what? In these current times, do you really want to be running down with cash and then eating something? That's a very good point. And also, though, this, this opens up another big issue. A lot of the times when you can put your kids off saying, that sorry, I haven't got any, we haven't got any cash or any change, uh, that's going to be ruined by the fact that it could be contactless. So there's implications. It's yeah, a good point. Uh, with every bit of technology comes great responsibility. Uh, Richard says, what about penny slots? That would slightly take the fun out of playing a fruit machine, I imagine. Just being contactless. <laughs> yeah, having to uh, use your fingerprint or stare at your phone just to be able to play. That is a bit um, Speaking of playing stuff, Brian suggests pool tables. That's not a bad idea. However, though, how are you supposed to leave virtual money on the side to say that you're up next? Do you just put your phone on the side of the table? Not in the pubs that I drink in, mate, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some texts that have come in reporting things that we were just talking about it. Nameless texter here saying, I have been to a pub with a contactless pool table before. Uh, So that's one done. And, And Gordon... From Airdrie, says our local ice cream van has gone contactless. I was gobsmacked. Thing is, right, let's, let's not get too excited about getting rid of, you know, loose change once and for all, because we've played this uh, on the, the show before, not, not even on air. I think we might have played it on the podcast, but it will ruin the how much change have I got in my pocket jingle jangle game that we play quite a bit when <laughs> we're a bit very bored. very true, very true. Let's not drive a great game like that out of this country, out of existence. Uh, Mike in sunny Langport, Somerset, says the crane remote grab a toy machines in holiday arcades so you can spend a ridiculous amount trying to win a one-pound fluffy toy without realising you spent 20 quid doing it. Bravo. <laughs> Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, we're trying to keep things normal whilst life has changed a hell of a lot during the lockdown. I'm sure it's the case where you are as well at the moment. You just end up doing different things. And my routine after the show obviously completely changed. What I do after the show is I go down to our local Tesco to get some bits and bobs for tea on my electric scooter. <laughs> Let that one settle in for a second. Uh, I have a little mask on uh, with back backpack and everything like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of like Andy McNabb style sting mission. Get in there as quickly as I can and get out. And I know people might take the mickey out of me for like an adult scooter, but honestly, I got it off Micro. The, the people who do our little girls got the same. It's got the non-electric version of it from Micro, but it's so much fun. Have you ever had a go on an electric scooter, Richie? It's so much I fun. haven't. I haven't. I don't know whether I've got the necessary balance to carry it off. You could do it, man. It's a little slice of Back to the Future right here and now. That's <laughs> the main thing about it. But, but here's the thing, right? Our, our street's really long and it's a one-way street. So I do, I'm going to hold my hands up. I normally go the wrong way up our one-way street just to go five houses down and jump into our house. I'm not going all the way around the one-way system. And yesterday on the way back from Tesco, I went past this old couple that were obviously out on their daily walk. Didn't think anything of it. Parked up at the house uh, and then <laughs> went out the front because my other half, Katie, and our little girl, Thea, were in the front garden. And they were chatting to the old couple that I'd passed a bit earlier on I'm chatting away anyway the, the old lady was was berating the fact that um that rules and regulations have gone to pot during the lockdown and saying that people are cycling on the pavement can't believe it, it's outrageous and then she said and one man just went past us going the wrong way down a one-way street on an electric scooter which Ron speaking to her husband if I'm not wrong are technically illegal uh and it was me 
But she didn't know that was me. My scooter was just around the corner, tucked away in the hallway. My other half, Katie, was looking at me like, oh, you absolute idiot. Um, but I just felt like a bit of a wrong one. Um, maybe I'm just an outlaw now. That's just how it is. I was saying earlier on about how when is the Mad Max bit of lockdown and the apocalypse going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Like no rules, dusty streets, people driving around in cars with leather padded armour and spikes on it. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the beginning. Me going the wrong way down a one-way street on an electric scooter with a face mask on. Maybe that's my Mad Max. I think if Ron wasn't worried about getting uh, two metres closer to you, (laughs) you might have been the subject of a citizen's arrest. (laughs) Do you know what, right? The weird thing is, I think I know deep down Ron knew it was me. I was eyeing Ron, Ron was eyeing me. His, his missus didn't have any idea and he kept quiet. And do you know what? I may never see Ron again, but I appreciate him just not calling me out and dobbing me in it. Throw me under the bus, if you like. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. What's going to go contactless next? Tire pressure machine at the garage is gone. Uh, no more 20p's. Just uh, whip your device out or your card, and there you are, contactless. Oh. Paying for air. Oh, it's the way forward. Um, Keith suggests that shopping trolley deposits should be contactless. Um, now, this makes me laugh, Bush, and your mind might have gone to the same meeting a few months back as well. Do you remember when uh, there was a, a healthy argument between you, me and our boss, Paul, about what yes. we should spend some hometime marketing budget on? We wanted uh-huh. tea towels and he wanted hometime shopping trolley deposit discs. He did, didn't he? Yes. And we could have got rid of all of that money on something soon to become redundant. Imagine our, our individual houses would have looked like Del Boy's flat and only fools and horses. Boxes of stock we can't shift for love nor money. He'll be listening to this right now, swearing at his radio. Have a great Thursday, Paul. Uh, in other news, stuff that uh, could go contactless or should go contactless, Neil, who says he's in contact with a beer in the sun right now, says in Time Cop with Sylvester Stallone and Sandra Bullock, apparently Nookie was contactless. Thank you for that, Neil. Uh, and then this one here says uh, condom machines. No more, and this is the phrase that I'm, I'm just trying to get my head around, no more embarrassing asking for change over the ramp. Great show, lads. What do you mean, what is over the ramp? Is that some kind of phrase that I'm not privy to? I don't know. I was, over <laughs> the ramp. I've been doing something wrong. Yeah, definitely. Please clarify. If Richie and I are unaware of over the ramp as a phrase, we need to hear about it this Thursday night. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. You may well be of the same generation uh, like Bush and myself. Remember taking pictures as a kid. Uh, 24 pictures, go and take them into Boots and uh, then wait wait an hour on your Saturday lunchtime to get them back and see how they turned up. Smartphones and cameras on our phones have certainly made things much, much easier. But as a result, do you not find sometimes when you are scrolling through your pictures, you've got some strange things still kept on your phone. That is my phone right now after this morning. Uh, having to take five pictures of the inside of my teenage son's mouth uh, to send to his orthodontist because the orthodontist is shut due to the COVID business at the moment but the orthodontist needs to check how his teeth are looking with the ongoing brace that is in there five pictures that I'd rather not have on my phone do you know the weird thing about it is is that you should sit down and like delete every so often and have a bit of a clear out but you forget and then they, they kind of get 
sucked into the normal kind of picture book album thing. So you'd be scrolling through some nice family holidays and suddenly, bang, there's Charlie's wide open mouth for four <laughs> shots before you get back to the seaside exactly, again. Exactly, yeah. That's it. They kind of jump out of you. He does. I mean, do they look good in terms of the, the photos? His teeth looking all right? They look they all right on? to me, but I'm no orthodontist. That's not... What a great phrase. I wish that was your catchphrase. <laughs> I'm no orthodontist. Do you not have weird ones on your phone? Well, this is it. I always take uh, photos of the backs of tellies. I always like to know what <laughs> HDMI cable goes where. So I oh, always okay. take a, a little photo. I'm a no orthodontist, but I will always take photos of the backs of tellies. So Just my by saying right now, it, mate, it doesn't become a catchphrase, all right? I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to go over the, over the hump with this one. <laughs> but yeah, I've got, I've got a photo of the back of our telly downstairs and then the photo of the back of our eldest daughter's telly here in this room I'm broadcasting from. I know what the... But it's upside down because I had to put my hand around the back with the phone, so... Okay, so look, upside down of backs of tellies and insides of teenagers' mouths. That's what we're starting off with. What are the strangest pictures that you've got in the albums on your mobile phones? Let us know right now. Uh, Sarah says, I've got a picture of a sad-faced Yorkshire pudding. Why have I kept this? Looking at it right now, it's obviously come out for a Sunday roast. Bush, it is looking very mournful. Poor little Sunday roast. You should see the thing. I almost want to hug it and then kind of eat its face. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, text us or tweet us absolutely. Absolute Radio, the strangest pictures you've still kept on your phone. Why? Uh, Jessie Blackler has tweeted us a photo of a giant Battenberg cake her mum made her for her birthday. And man, I'd, I'd love something like that on my phone just to look out. You know, in moments when you're feeling a bit down, you always think about the big Battenberg that your mum made you. <laughs> so nice. And then you feel hungry. Oh, um, yeah. This could be a matter for the drive through vet uh, that Dave was speaking of. Uh, Dave Moffat has uh, got a picture of his dog after the dog got his jaws on a tin of gloss paint. Ooh. He had to have the groomer completely shave the dog uh, to get it all out of him. Looks a completely different colour. It's mad how totally different they look, isn't it? When he's yeah. kind of had a short back and sides there, that dog. <laughs> he looks hard as nails. Uh, Tracy Fisher has uh, sent in a photo of her cat chilling out on a tumble dryer. You know, I've, I've been a long like, held belief, believer that cats have got it easy and are absolutely taking us for a ride. This photo oh. is proof of it. Boulders brass lying there, legs akimbo on the back of the tumble dryer, catching, a, catching 50 Zs in the sunshine, living the dream. And go back a few weeks, Liz was taking pictures of a skip that was turned into a tank for VE Day. It's a cracker. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. We've just been talking about the uh, the march, the onward march of contactless payments. Uh, and Neil, do you remember him from earlier on? He said in Time Cop with uh, Sylvester Stallone and Sandra. Andrew Bullock, uh, Nookie was contactless, and we took Neil there at face value. We've had a deluge of clarifications from the uh, sharp-eared home-time listeners. Uh, Matt in Norfolk, for example, says, Bush and Richie, uh, just to FYI, but Time Cop was with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Demolition Man was sliced alone and Sandra Bullock. It had to be said. <laughs> Thanks. One of the things I love about the home time listeners as a group is no matter how much we try and plough on with a show, if we've got something wrong, you will come forward with a tidal wave of correspondence just to let us know. This feels like this week's Hedgehog's Bush. It is this week's Hedgehog's, but let's <laughs> firmly throw listener Neil under the bus for this because it won't mean you. 
Sorry, Neil. Yes, definitely. Uh, look, what's the strangest picture that you've got hanging around on your smartphone right now? I need to delete these pictures of the inside of my son's mouth. I'm no orthodontist, uh, but I had to send them off to the orthodontist because, of course, he's shut because of COVID. So uh, share us the strange ones uh, that you have. Steve, I guess this is a little bit of a historic picture now. He's still got a picture of his park and ride number from the 2019 British Grand Prix at Silverstone. Wow, what a bizarre thing. <laughs> Why do you need it anymore, Steve? Nostalgia, a bit of nostalgia going on there. Unless he's still trapped at uh, Silverstone, I don't know. Uh, James uh, says, uh, photos, how about rashes and spots on your back that you can't see, all taken by your wife? Uh, this one, if you're having your tea, you might want to push it away just for a second. Kelly in Wallington says, uh, my dog had an infected anal gland <laughs> and I had to send pictures of his bum to the vet. There's no nice way of putting it. It is a thing. Uh, it's a great name for a heavy metal band. But uh, uh, there you go. She's got that on her phone. I, I die. I have nothing to say. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bush and Richie here with your Stay at Home Time show, a musical countdown to you having your tea, and I'm starving even thinking about it, and I'm probably more starving because Graham has just sent in a weird photo that he's got on his phone of a kebab he had a few weeks ago. <laughs> it looks good. We've been, we've been asking for the strangest pictures that you've got saved on your phone as I'm getting rid of these uh, pictures of my son's brace that I've had to send to the orthodontist because, of course, I'm not one. Um, I, I'm rapidly going off the idea of food, though, with some of the texts that are coming in. Uh, hello, Absolute Radio 90s. Of course, you can listen to us on any of our stations. Uh, the strangest photo I have is a picture of the acne on my cat's chin. Gross. Oh. Thanks very much for that one. Oh, dear. Uh, Rachel says, and this is this is the second report we've had of this. I have a photo of my dog's bottom. She had a blocked anal gland. I can't oh. take her to the vet. For this is the second of that particular problem, right? Uh, I think it is time for us to shut this down because I, 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 for one, don't want to be receiving any more of those texts. Firstly, right? If if I had a dog with a with that, I don't. Can you take them back within fourteen days? Does that work? Get a different one. This one's broken. Secondly, I said at the very beginning of this, probably only about a minute and a half ago, I was hungry. Thanks very much. Not anymore. Uh, James says the oddest photo I've got on my phone is this photo of a beer I sent to Absolute Radio's very own Matt Ford from Rock and Roll Football whilst I was watching WrestleMania. I have to clarify that a bit further. Uh, Darren says, hi, guys, I haven't bothered changing the house Wi-Fi password, so obviously I took a photo of the back of the box. Worse than that, I lose the image in my photo library, so I've got about 20 of them at various times of the year. I do this exact same thing. I would say this is in the same ballpark as my forensic photographing of the backs of TVs so I can see which HDMI goes in which slot. Uh, Rich, for no reason whatsoever, has sent a picture of him vinyl wrapping his daughter's doll's head. It what? is one of the strangest pictures I've seen, what? straight out of a horror film. Uh, and this anonymous text here says, I've got more than a picture. I keep weekly CCTV videos amongst recent spring barbecue shots of my kids in the garden of the neighbour's cat dumping on my driveway in case this battle ever goes to court. And of course, Wow. I'm no orthodontist, he says. He's no orthodontist indeed. And Ian says, I have a picture on my phone of a knot in my wooden chopping board because I think it looks like a monster's head. We're getting some very, very strange territory right here. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. It's been roasting hot today. And do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to do after this show concludes this evening, Richie? Go on. I'm going to have a magnum. Oh, you lucky man. I'm getting myself... I'm going to go down there on my little scooter, which we talked about earlier on, down to Tesco, get myself a Magnum. And do you know what? I've said this once and I will say it again. I believe, I strongly believe, that Magnums are the kings of the ice cream world. To the point where I'm going to put this music on in the background. <laughs> this is so lo-fi. Magnums <laughs> are the kings of the ice cream world, right? And I was thinking... <laughs> With this in mind, if you were able to make ice creams into a royal family, thanks for that, uh, (laughs) who would be in what position, right? Uh, Let's try and create an ice cream royal family. Magnum's got to be king. Can I put forward the Cornetto, the fair Cornetto as queen? Do you think that would work? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Maybe the feast as the upstart prince, kind of a (laughs) bit like a Magnum, uh, wants to be king, but not quite there yet, a little bit rough around the edges. Do you know what I mean? I'm quite happy to support this this uh, this ice cream royal family and the yeah. leadership of King Magnum. Uh-huh. I had a uh, a box of Magnums in the freezer last week. They've all gone because I ate them all. Uh, but yes, I'm behind <laughs> King Magnum. Uh, but I'm very much worshipping at the throne of his beautiful queen, Queen Solero. Oh, uh, which I think I is. About that. It's right up there, but I do see the Solero as a daintier ice cream, which is why I, I have it in the Queen role. So King Magnum, Queen Solero. Uh, if you're looking for a little bit of a court jester, your upstart prince, may I put forward the mini milk? Oh, mini or funny feet. Like, what the hell is funny feet? <laughs> That's a court jester as well. Do you know what? You're absolutely right with Solero. Solero reminds me of maybe... Uh, you know, like you have another member of a different royal family that could possibly be queen and is waiting just offshore if there's been a bit of a revolution to take over. <laughs> yeah. To set foot on the sands of a coast somewhere or something <laughs> like that. Uh, so, look, we, we need to construct this. Obviously, the Home Time Show dealing with the important issues in the UK right now. Try and put together a ice cream royal family. Who goes in what position? You decide. Paul Harris says on Twitter, the royal fool has to be the cider quench. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, Matt Baddison is putting forward that the Cornetto is uh, an Italian prince marrying into the different royal family. I like it, and then obviously there's you know power plays with that royal yeah. court over there on the in Italy and stuff you as got well. It. Uh, I love the you know a lot of people obviously were saying that um, Magnum is the king of ice cream world. Uh, our producer Nick, when we were in that last song just then, said that his vote would be for the white chocolate Magnum, which is great as well. It's kind of the same, but slightly a bit more extra. I would say the white chocolate Magnum in the royal parlance would be the brother of the king who uh, <laughs> tries to start up an uprising across the border, but is now in hiding. That's what it would be. Uh, Jill Dello has a right old pop of the Magnum. There's nothing to do with royal family. She reckons, and this is a hell of a bold statement, the Magnum tries too hard. <laughs> no, I don't Magnum think it does. It, mad, in fact, you it? could say the Magnum's not trying at all. It's actually no. just a chalk ice with a stick on it. Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, Oliver would like to suggest at the other end of the royal family tree that the knobbly bobbly is the peasant who is dredging the castle moat. What is a knobbly bobbly? I don't know if I, I know what it is. I, for, it's, well, you know how you've got a fab and the fab's got that knobbly underskirt? Well, your knobbly bobbly's got the skirt all the way up. Oh, yeah, it looks a bit um, black death. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to stick to the royal court here. Uh, Joel yeah. Brannigan says the feast is the executioner and the calippo is the strumpet. Make of that what you will, folks. 
Primetime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Queen Calippo of Italy, a right piece of work, says this person. There are a few people who, who are trying to bring down this ice cream monarchy. Do you know what? I'm seeing Queen Calippo of Italy. Uh, you know, her carriage rolls up to someone and then she'll only talk to them through the curtains. <laughs> that kind of high maintenance. Uh, a lot of people saying screwball would be some kind of errant prince. And I like that because it's quite a weird ice cream. Let's be honest. Uh, you installed uh, King Magnum earlier, and uh, I am very much behind his rainbush. But uh, Dan says Magnum's uh, now, but chock ices with ideas above their station, like Nando's to the supremacy of KFC. You see, for every person that's a monarchist, you've got a Republican. He wants to watch that kind of talk. He'll end up in the stocks. Genuinely. Hannah says, Twister, 100% the court jester, and Mars Ice Cream would be the leader of the rebel army. Ooh. Well, well, well. The feast is king-in-waiting. The fab is the understairs illegitimate, not-talked-about offspring. Ow, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the fab. I'm going to have to defend it there. Prince Harry is the knobbly-bobbly, uh, says this nameless correspondent. It's a, I feel like the knobbly-bobbly is like a disparaging term in, in the parlance of uh, Ice Cream Royal family, family. Would you agree? I would agree with you, definitely. Uh, Gary in Swindon has got an entire narrative here. He says, hi, guys. Magnum has suffered a coup and has been unseated by the little version of an almond Magnum. One ninety nine for six and the ice cream is nicer. We go to little just for these. Great music. Keep it flowing. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> uh, and uh, a question here, a very good question from Keith. Uh, he says, where does the Vianetta come into this? I'd say a Vianetta is not a member of the royal family because, of course, it's not a lolly. You can't get it on a stick. But may well be uh, the palace that they all actually yes. live in. Imagine that, the regal palace that the whole ice cream royal family live in. Wow, I can, I can see a spin-off series going on here. Downton Abbey, move out of the way. This is where it's at. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. That's the end of the podcast. I feel um, a little bit hard done by by uh, Charlie Firth falling asleep during that, to be honest with you, your lad. Uh, do you know what? I will have a word with him later. Um, and I also do need to, uh, if you remember a podcast of a couple of days ago, I do need to uh, pitch to him uh, the yeah. composition he needs to come up with over the weekend. So uh, don't worry, I'll put all this right. What I would say is this, right? If he doesn't want to get involved with making us a song, just hint that you have four snaps of the inside of his mouth that you can <laughs> retweet to quite a few of our listeners. So if he doesn't want all those photos going around, get at the keyboard, sunshine. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Rishi have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.